Hey there, it's Vashti Sarah. Welcome back to Post Blog. If this is your first time listening, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog podcast. And for those of you who this is not your first time, welcome back. Hey guys, so today I have the pleasure of talking to a dear friend of mine. Um, her name is Gabrielle Calvary. She is a woman boss, a girl boss, whatever you want to say. She's doing it. She's running her show and she's doing it with a lot of grace and um, with a lot of poise with her. So, And that's just naturally how she carries out her life. Everything is done with poise and with grace. And a lot of times you don't see that with a female who's running the show, a female who's running things. So I truly admire her. She recently launched her business um, earlier this year, so I just wanted her to give a perspective on what it's like to open a business, even though she's not in it for a couple years. Um, she's had this desire for many years, what that has looked like, looked like um, up to now, and just to hopefully give some spark, give some hope to someone who's listening, who's been maybe just sitting on their couch and decided, you know, let someone else do that dream. Um, it's too big for me. So Gab, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you're doing, and what is your why? Yes. And that's such a compliment coming from you, Vashti. Um, <laughs> it is because I admire you so much. Um, oh, and I love that you're doing your thing as well. Like no one's holding you back. You, you and your husband always just jump in um, on your dreams and and go full force. But yeah, I, um, before paper leaves, I did counseling. So I am a licensed master social worker and I loved counseling and I loved being able to pour into people, but I did because of my work environment get burnt out so fast. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I had been saving up a little nest egg, um, to do, I wasn't really sure what with, uh, but as soon as COVID hit, you know, everything kind of went to a standstill and I got sent home for half days. So that kind of gave me the opportunity and the time to plan out what I was going to do, like quite literally step by step, um, see how much money I needed, how much time I needed, how much support I needed. Um, and then once I had like a solid five-year plan down, that's when I started looking for my location. Um, and I knew I had always had a book club. I started a book club at SAGU and that kind of fell off. And then I started Literary Ladies um, after college. And I just, I always loved reading and I loved loving books with other people and being yeah. able to talk about books with other people and um also seeing other people find the joy of reading like when someone comes in and they say I've never been a reader but I am now like wow. that just makes my heart so happy um because all it takes is just the right book <laughs> so I originally was going to open um on the square of downtown Waxahachie and the place fell through and I was very sad, but that was 2020 and everything started shutting down. So I was like, you know what? Timing's not right. Let me just wait it out. Yep. So then, um, nearly a year and a half later, this place became available for me to lease. Mm -hmm. And, um, it just felt right. It was still a huge gamble. It, 
literally took every single penny that I had and some more. I took out like a, a smaller business loan. Yeah. Um, for the opening costs. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I started. I like, I loved writing and reading, but I was not a good enough writer to be an author. So I was like, well, I don't know what I can do in literature. <laughs> if I can't write, I didn't see another career path. So I was like, well, I'm going to do social work. And then um, here I am, you know, 10, year, 10 years later after high school and I have a bookstore. So I'm like, I guess there was a way I could make a career out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your why? Why did you start this bookstore aside from liking books what is your why um my why that's a really good question I would say growing up bookstores were my safe place Mm, um and where like I found refuge either in a bookstore or in a book Um, it was like my quiet place that I could go to that was just my own. And I had like complete control Mm -hmm. too. So it gave me a sense of control and a a sense of safety. And I wanted to be able to create that same atmosphere for other people in our community. But then also like my why is also just like through the doors that God has opened up, like every single step of the way, um, so the bookstore has like wonderful windows upstairs. So I was like, I love houseplants. I have to have houseplants up here. So I added houseplants upstairs and yeah. like even, and that's been like a, a big part of the business as well. Mm-hmm. But even that, you know, my um, greenhouse had a over year wait list just for you to be able to work with them wholesale. Wow. And I applied and got it in one night. And I did not even know there was a wait list until I was picking up my plants and they were like, so how long have you been on the wait list? I was like, um, 24 hours. (laughs) And they were like, oh, well, something happened to our system because it's a year wait list. So we don't know how you got it. Yeah. And then that, and then just like funding coming through was Mm -hmm. a miracle. And like, um, my books, I didn't know if my books were going to come in in time, but I ordered over 3000 books on a Friday and they came to my doorstep on a Monday, (laughs) which is incredible. Um, and so, and then like every single step of the way, like God has just opened a door for me and helped me make connections. And I really do feel like there's so many pieces of the puzzle that were just like, it could, the way that it worked out was too perfect. Yeah. It had to be. It could not, it had to be, you know, um, and so my way, my why would definitely be like my why exists because God opened the door for paper leaves, to, paper leaves to even exist. But yeah. then also being able to to create that like safe place yeah. um, and that comfort where other people can like grow their passion of literature, but then also just be able to like escape to a peaceful place. Wow. I love that. And it is extremely peaceful. My husband and I stopped by yesterday and we walked in and I'm like, golly, this is like a safe haven. There's, it's not loud. It's not crazy, which I mean, it can be on probably a Saturday, but if you're going, and I, I'm a type of person where I'm in order to regain energy, I just need to be alone. And I drive around, I'd go to downtown Waxahachie or I would drive to the lake and just 
clear my mind. But Paper Leaves is one of those places where you can just walk through and scan the books, walk upstairs and walk through the plants and just breathe and recharge. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, exactly. Gab, what would you say is one of the mistakes you have made along the way, whether it be before you started the business or these past couple months that you've been open? Um, I would say figuring out my budget mm-hmm. has been probably my biggest hiccup. Sales tax. Sales tax <laughs> is like a sneaky little devil. Um, <laughs> Like my first month, I just had so much going on. Um, I just didn't have time to breathe. And then the thought popped into my head one day, probably the Holy Spirit, that was like, hey, you need to start putting sales tax away like now. Oh, dear. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, but now, you know, now that I've got that figured out, I had to play a little bit of catch up, but um that would be my biggest thing is like budgeting, like sitting down and saying, okay, how much, how, what percentage of my profits is going towards ordering new product, mm-hmm. going towards paying my employees, paying myself, mm-hmm. um, you know, maintenance of the building, you know, so yeah. I think figuring out my budget and being, um, very structured with, with it, it. Yeah. has been my biggest learning curve for sure. Yeah. And that's good to be honest about because I think a lot of people, especially in terms of what the business is making, we like to be a little bit um, cocky about it. And we're like, oh, everything's fine. Everything's fine. No, everything's not fine. (laughs) There is learning curve. (laughs) Yeah, especially when, you know, I love to order books and plants. It's like the biggest. It's like Christmas every time a box of books comes on the porch. <laughs> so I would spend every penny I have just ordering more books and plants. Yeah. But realistically, you know, I can't do that. I have to set money aside for other things. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's definitely been my biggest learning curve is like making sure I balance the budget. Yeah. And on that note, what would you say has been one of the hardest business decisions you've had to make either before you opened or while you've been open? Um, I think probably, um, before I opened, Mm -hmm. it was learning how to use my space and making sure I utilized all the space that I had available. Yeah. Um, because I think that that does play a crucial part, Mm -hmm. um, in the way where you place seating, where people relax, you know, how many shelves I had, um, using my back room was a very minute, very last minute decision. But looking back, like the store wouldn't be the same without it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say before I opened making those decisions on how I was going to utilize my space. Um, and then after I think maybe employment has been my hardest decision during this process. Um, Luckily, like the decisions that I've made have been wonderful because the team I have is just like brings so much joy every time they come in the door. And like we genuinely love being together. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's such a make it or break it that I just had a few nights of no sleep trying to decide um, 
who was going to be on our team. And we also have like our customers are so loyal and so sweet and everybody wants to work at paper leave. (laughs) (laughs) So that's hard too, is when I, you have so many options of like wonderful people that want to be a part of your team Mm -hmm. deciding who is going to be that right fit. So yeah, that, that would probably be my biggest decisions that I've made before and during during the process and to just saying knowing when to say no and that's hard to say no oh, to yeah. someone that you you probably could work well with but you know just it's not the right time to be a part of the team oh and yeah <laughs> oh and i'd be broke if i hired everybody i wanted to be hired <laughs> join I, the favorite you know, team i wouldn't be able to pay myself yep <laughs> but yeah no it is and boundaries is a big thing luckily in counseling and having my counseling job i feel like I have very, very firm boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have to be careful with myself sometimes to not be too, um, firm, but I have very firm boundaries and I think that's helped me a lot. Um, especially, you know, people will come in and, you know, I only have so much space for certain kinds of books. I only have so much space for, like, I try to keep all my gift items locally sourced. Um, and, but I still, I only have so much square footage for gift items. And so being, learning to say like, no, but thank you for thinking of us yep. has been a, um, a crucial part. Yeah. And that's hard too, because sometimes those could be family, those could be friends, those could be acquaintances and you don't ever want to hurt people's feelings, but at the same time, you have to make strategic business decision that will help your business, not break your business because it could be a lovely item that they're offering, but it's not an item that fits your business vision. And that's hard. Right. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. So our last question, what's the best advice you can give someone who has the desire to be an entrepreneur who's been, struggling with this gift, struggling with this vision or this passion they have, but they just, they haven't crossed the threshold of just going for it. What would you say? Um, I would say like probably three, the three things that I think are most important is one, making sure that God is a part of every step Mm -hmm. because it's just not possible without him. I think like every door that has been opened to me and the timing and every door too, that has been closed. Yeah. Um, is for a reason and without like his grace Mm -hmm. and like his timing, I I just don't think paper leaves would be as great as it is today. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely say like keeping God involved and being sensitive to the Holy spirit throughout the process. Yeah. Um, my second one would be, use your weekends. So like, if you have a passion, um, like you do that on your, on the weekends in your free time, even while you have your job that is supporting you, supporting your living circumstances and your bills and your food and gas and all of that. But using the time that you have on the weekends to grow your side hustle until it can take over for you. Um, like using your time, Mm-hmm. like do pop-ups do social media like build it as even if it's just like the slowest steps just taking any steps you can in your free time and yeah. then my third would be building your nest egg now because you're gonna have to have a cushion of money to start off so yeah. building that nest egg 
now and putting all those pennies aside for when you are ready to start that business. Yep. Very practical. Yeah. And I love it. I love it a lot, especially yeah. the time one. Um, I feel like, and Jared and I talk about it all the time. A lot of our friends are like, oh, you guys never, you're never at things or, or you never have time or whatever it may be. But Jared and I are working not because we love to work, not because we, you know, want to just use all our free time on something else. We are working so hard now to set up the future for our kids and that legacy for their kids and their kids, you know. We're working Absolutely. towards the future. And if that means working at, you know, every single day after our nine to five and working on the weekends, then that's what we're going to do. We're going to grind it out. And, you know, we have to be very strategic in the events we attend, um, the social gatherings that we attend, because if it if we attend everything, then we won't have time for our side hustle or for our passion. So we've had to say no. And I'm a yes girl. And Jared has helped me. He's like, no, you don't have to attend everything. Be strategic. Just attend your small circle. Keep your circle small and invest in that. But not everyone that invites you to a party do you need to attend. <laughs> and that's been hard, but it's paid off in the long run because I've seen the different things that I've been pouring into. I'm like, okay, Lord. This is right. I need to steward my time. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And you do like you do take care of your inner circle. I don't know how you have time to, but you do <laughs> like before paper leaves, you were watering plants for hours, <laughs> like the week we were supposed to open. So, yep. yeah, I definitely see that in like the friendship that we have and then the way that your businesses flourish. I can tell that y'all are truly investing yourselves and your time into what you care about. Well, thank you, Gab. The feeling is mutual. Uh, well, any closing <laughs> thoughts, anything else that you have before we uh, conclude with this episode? Uh, I would say, no, I would just say, don't be discouraged. Mm -hmm. Even if doors have closed, mm -hmm. timing works out. And you'll be so glad that that door closed because a better door will open in the future. So, I would say just don't be discouraged for all those small business owners or potentially future small business owners. Yeah. All righty. Don't be discouraged. Well, with that all said, right. thank you so much, Gab, for joining me on today's episode. And I hope someone's encouraged. I hope someone's motivated. And go follow Paper Leaves. If you're local, go check them out and make friends with Gab because she's one of a kind. But yeah, thank y'all so much. That's it for today, guys. Thank you for joining me on Post Blog. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected on the Post Blog podcast. Same time, same place next week. I love y'all. But remember, God loves you most. <laughs>